Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Lift your Bibles high. I'm lifting my phones. I got the Harvest Mobile app. You can read through the whole Bible in one year. Everybody make this declaration with me as we say it together. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. Let's go. I'm ready to hear, then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, have your way right now. Speak to us with clarity. God, we pray today that you would challenge us. We pray today that you would correct us. We pray today that you would comfort us. We pray today you'd give us courage, and we pray today you'd give us clarity in Jesus' name. Before we get into this word, can I get you wherever you're at to lift up your hands and worship God for just about 10 seconds? Come on, even in your house, wherever you're at, come on, I just need you to worship Him for 10 seconds. Why? Get the soil of your spirit ready to receive. Follow, break up the fallow ground. Break up the hardened places. Break up the bitter, the angry places. Break up the places where we doubt. Break up the places where we have fear and anxiety and panic. You are the breaker. And so we say, break it up today so that your word can bring a blessing. First you break, then you bless. Come on. First you break, then you bless. First you break, then you bless. First you break, then you bless. Somebody say, I'm ready. Let's go to work. So y'all, we're in our series called Summer Playlist. We've been taking secular songs each week and extracting spiritual principles from them. And today's is, watch this. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. Here's a new song.
That's my song right there. Let me tell you how much I love that song. I love that song so much, I sing it to myself for stuff I tolerated I shouldn't have. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me right there. I need everybody to say, Lord, I apologize to you. And I apologize to who I've hurt. And I apologize to me for tolerating what I should have put out. I need you to put a praise on that right there. <laughs> Listen, so Anita Baker's 1994 song tells a story. That was from 1994. For my millennials, some of y'all were just being born at that time. Born. <laughs> just watch me. Anita Baker's 1994 song tells a story that shows, watch me, how our heart is shown in how we handle conflict. I'm going to say it again. Our heart is shown in how we handle conflict. Your heart in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it's this word lev, L-E-B. In the New Testament, it's this Greek word cardia. Both of those words simply mean our mind. So check this out. Our mind is revealed in how we manage conflict. Our heart is shown in how we handle conflict. Luke 6, 40, uh, Luke 6 and verse 45 says this. The good person out of the good treasure or storage of their heart produces what? Good. And the evil person out of the evil treasure produces what? Evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Everybody look at me. Sometimes people will say, I didn't mean to say that. Let me tell you what they really mean. I didn't mean for you to hear me say that. Because the Bible says everything that comes out of your mouth, it came from your mind. Everything you do with your hands, it started in your heart. This is why you have so many challenges with people. It's because their mouth is telling you one thing and their actions are saying something different. And I need you to learn how to believe the actions because talk is cheap, actions speak. I need you to open up your mouth and say, Lord, increase my discernment. I now notice Luke 6.45 says, out of the good treasure. Treasure means storage. In other words, the question becomes, what do you have stored up in you that when you are in a conflict comes out of you? Be careful when you got people around you that the first thing they want to do when there's conflict and they say they are with you is they want to walk away from you. Because if every time there's conflict, you want to walk, let me tell you what you're going to do for the last five months of this year. You're not going to beg Nam nobody to stay in your life. Nam is a southern word, which means anybody. You're not going to beg anybody to stay. If you walk, if you threaten to walk, if you look like you're about to threaten to walk, I'm going to open the door for you, and I'm going to escort you up out of here. There's just one thing I'm for sure about. I don't want anybody in my life that's not sure they want to be there. I need you to open your mouth say, my circle is improving. My circle is improving improving and sometimes for your circle to improve you got to free up some seats there are certain people you sometimes try to keep in your life that God says I would bring you better quality people but you want to keep these low quality people in those seats I need you to open your mouth again please I'm surrounded by mighty men and women so check it out check it out he says out of the storage of your heart you will produce good so the question is what's in your storage y'all remember that old school song my storage is empty here's the reality most of our storages have a lot of stuff in them from a lot of years say say there's a lot in my storage all right let me say it another way there's a lot of junk in your trunk everybody got some junk in their trunk Right? Now, back in the day, junk in your trunk meant something different than what I'm meaning it for right now. Let me tell you where your junk came from. It started when you were a child. It started with the stuff you began to deal with as a child, and your junk begins to accumulate. Until, let, let me prove it to you. Have you ever started moving and packing and said, where all this stuff come from? 
You got enough, it's two of y'all. You got enough stuff for a family of 15. Because what happens is, watch me, you begin to accumulate things over the years, and that becomes your storage. And so now the Bible says, out of the storage of your heart, the stuff that you kept locked away, this produces your actions. So I want to literally preach the song to you. So here's verse one, operator, get my baby on the line. What do we have? A breakdown in communication. <laughs> Some of y'all, watch me, to, to have a temper tantrum, you stop communicating. Mm. You stop responding to emails like you're supposed to. You stop responding to phone calls like you're supposed to. Because in your mind, I'm going to quit a cessation to communication. Watch me. As the storage of my heart says, the only way I get what I want is to manipulate. So to manipulate, I got to control the communication. Oh, we're going to preach this thing today. I need you to lay your hands on yourself and say, stop that, stop that, stop Stop trying to manipulate the communication. See, what some of you do is you give people the silent treatment because you got an attitude. And so now you don't want to speak to them. And so, you know what, I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not going to do And then if somebody do that to you all of a sudden, now you want to get on Facebook and post about it. You want to tell people about how you need some real ones in your life. Be a real one so you can reap a real one. I want to preach this morning, y'all. Operator, get my baby on the line. In other words, there's been a breakdown in communication. And here's why there's been a breakdown in communication. Because just the other night, which means y'all ain't been talking for a few days. What does that tell us next? It means you're immature because you don't know how to handle things quickly. The Bible says don't let the sun go down on your anger, which means I will not keep a problem longer than one night. And I need for some of y'all today, someday, this day, July 19, 2020, every place you got some messed up stuff, you need to get on the phone and say, look, the truth of the matter is I did wrong, you did wrong, but guess what? I'm not taking this problem into Monday. Mm. I'm not taking this problem into Tuesday. We're going to get this thing handled today because the Bible says don't let the sun go down on my anger. And some of y'all went to sleep last night mad as heaven, hell, and earth. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You went to sleep with art in your heart. You went to sleep with bitterness in your heart. So guess what? If you would have died last night and that would have been your last night, when you stand in front of God, the last thing on your record is bitter. Mm. The last thing on your record is attitude and anger. I need you to lift both of your hands in this building and online and say, Lord, I release all bitterness, I release all hurt, and I release all pain. In Jesus' name, put a praise on that 915. Let's go to work. So we got a communication issue. Because, watch me, because we have a conflict. Just the other night, we had a horrible fight. Now look, now she's got to go through a third party. <laughs> now she's got to go through a third party to get to him because he don't want to deal with her because he's unstable. You got to be careful when you abuse access. Because what will happen is then you, you, folk won't want to deal with you. And you're going to have to go through a third party to get to who you're trying to get to. Now, some of y'all don't know nothing about the operator. Well, truth be told, I don't know too much about the operator either. I'm just saying. But for some of y'all, remember when you used to have to dial the operator to get you a long-distance call. Where y'all at? Come on, where y'all at? You had to call the operator. Some of y'all remember U.S. West back in the day. You click zero and somebody would answer the phone. This the operator. It says, operator, get my baby on. I got to go through a third party now. And for a lot of you, this is what your families are. Everybody goes through operators because won't nobody talk to one another. 
I want to preach today, please. You got to go through operators because, watch me, you got to call cousins in other states so that you and your sister which live across the street can talk. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me because nobody has learned how to properly handle conflict. So you call, I'm preaching this song, that's what I'm doing. So you got to get you an operator on the line. She says, operator, get my baby on the line. Because just the other night, what did we have? We had a horrible fight. Watch her, though. Watch Anita Baker sing this song. Because here's what most of y'all won't do. I admit that I was the one that was out of control. I just need to see if there's anybody at this 915 that can tell the truth about some of your conflict. That it wasn't them. It was you. You got emotional, you got irrational, you got erratic, you got evasive. Open up your mouth and say, I admit. You will never ever conquer what you will not confront. So notice the first thing she does when she's talking to the operator. She says, we had a conflict, number one. And then the second thing she says, and the conflict is because I was out of control. We often feel justified in conflict to act a certain way. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. I acted like that because of what she did. No, what you just proved is that you don't have control of your own emotions. How you gonna let another human being affect how you act? You better put, listen, listen, uh, I did, I was recording my leadership podcast yesterday with a pastor uh, based on the Godfather. And Michael Corleone, Michael Corleone vetoed some. Michael Corleone was the coolest, he was pink, he was pink panther. He's the coolest cat you ever seen. Michael Corleone, folk would be acting crazy, Michael just be, Michael didn't say nothing. He'd look at somebody that knew what he meant. And he didn't deal with that problem anymore. The only time Michael got emotional is when it came to his wife. Watch me. Because she didn't understand she married a movement, not a man. Some of y'all got to be careful that you got people around you that, watch me, they are married to who you were, not who you become. Shut up. They are married to the you they met years ago, not who you. Either we're going to evolve and grow together or we're going to evolve and grow apart. Some of y'all got friends that they knew you back then, but you need to say, that ain't how I am no more. Remember when we used to go to the club? I don't do that no more. Remember when we used to smoke? I don't do that no more. Remember when we used to do this? I don't do that no more. And if you can't get used to the new me, then I'm going to need you to go on and let me be. I don't do that no more. Some people try to draw you into a fight and you need to say, I don't do that no more. You ain't going to pull me into that mess. You can sit up there and act a fool by yourself, but I'm not the one. I dare you to act like you from uh, Memphis for a moment. I dare you to act like you from the South for a moment. Open up your mouth and say, I'm not the one. I ain't fighting with you. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not going back and forth with you. You ain't going to make me lose no sleep. You ain't going to make me overeat. You ain't going to make me undereat. Shut up, not the one. She says, I admit that I was out of control. How many of us can admit in some conflicts we got out of control? You let the conflict take you out of character. The only time Michael Corleone got emotional is with his, with his wife. Because, watch me, for the man he was before he was the godfather, she was the right pick. But when he became the godfather, she was not the right pick. You, you, you're missing it. You're missing it. 
You, you're missing it. You're missing it. You're missing it. You got to make sure you got people around you that can grow with you. Because if not, you're going to be trying to live in 2020 and they still using 2010 methods. Some of y'all are on, watch me, some of y'all are on iTunes, but you're surrounded by eight tracks. I need you to upgrade your circle. Please lay your hands on yourself. Say, my circle's upgrade. <laughs> say it again. Say, my circle's upgrade. She says, I admit that I was out of control. The only time in the movie he got emotional. People would disrespect him and do all kinds of things. He'd look over at Tom. Tom knew. His own brother, Fredo, betrayed him. And you know what he says to Fredo? You're nothing to me. You're not a brother. You're not a man. You're not. He says, how could you do this to me? You broke my heart, Fredo. Fredo says, well, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. He said, I set this thing up like Pop wanted it to be. Because, see, I didn't even want to be the godfather. That's why I was picked. God always finds people that are successful at something else and then picks them for his purpose. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. The, the 12 Jesus picked that did, that, that, that did all of the leadership for the other apostles, do you not know those 12 were successful at something else? Then he picked him. For some of you, let me tell you why God picked you to do it, because you were already busy. And whenever you want somebody to get something done, you need to find somebody that knows how to get stuff done. And when you give things to busy people to get done, they'll find a way to get it done because they know how to be productive. You never give something to somebody that doesn't have anything to do with an indictment already. Okay? Some of y'all will catch that in a minute. You can, God, why do you keep asking me to do this? Because you know how to make it happen. You know how to get it done. You need to look at feeling overwhelmed as a compliment. God just told me he can trust me with more. I need everybody that's ever felt overwhelmed in the last seven months to release a praise right there. Go. God says, I can trust you with more. You know how to make it happen. You know how to get it done. So, so. So he says to Fredo, his brother who betrays him, almost gets him murdered. You ready? He, he doesn't get emotional about his brother betraying him. He just says, here's what he says. I will not kill you while our mother lives. Ooh, but when that mama died. Michael stands at the window while the man's out there on the boat with his brother to kill him. You know what Michael does? He don't get emotional. Michael looks at him. Here's what Michael thinks. You're not going to pull me out of character. I know what you are, Judas. And this is what we do to Judas's. He hears the shot. And he goes back to his office. Some of y'all are missing the point there. Now, what does that have to do with me? You get emotional and start fighting with Judas. Rather than just say, thank you. I recognize what you are. And this is what we do to Judas's. So what you doing tomorrow? You missed it. I'm not even dealing with you. I'm not going to ask you why you didn't do what you're supposed to do. I'm not going to ask you why you weren't faithful. Like I'm not, I'm not even dealing with you. Let me preach this song. Here it is. I admit that I was out of control. Don't let conflict get you out of character. Don't let circumstances get you out of character. Got it? Well, you acting crazy now. Michael Corleone in the movie, he lunged at his wife. 
Because, 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 because she was telling him, watch me, you need to give up the seat of the Godfather and come be with me. And what's sad is that at the end of Godfather 3, watch me, I'm going to preach a movie and a song at the same time. At the end of Godfather 3, you know how Michael ends up by himself, which means, watch me, he gave up the throne to still be alone. You better be careful giving up your assignment and giving up your purpose behind, oh God, behind somebody that's going to walk out anyhow. I, 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 I don't know who I came to preach to for a moment, but you better be careful that you don't sacrifice what you're created to do on behalf of somebody that's going to walk out anyhow. All right, let me move on. Let me move on. It's too much. Let me move on. Let me move on. <laughs> Anita says, I admit I was out of control. Say, Lord, I admit there's been moments. Come on, y'all. Say, there's been moments I've been out of control. But watch the next line. But I still love my man. With my body and my soul. Now, check this out. She's like, I acted in a way that would make him think I didn't. So now the reason I need a third party is because my actions didn't match what I announced. And so now, here's the, I need to tell you that I love him because he doesn't think that I do based on what I did. Come on, let's go, y'all. You ready? Can I preach this song? Then look, here's the channel of the song. She says, when the road gets rough, you say things you should not say. Now, here's the problem, Anita. Here's the one problem I got with this song right here. You just didn't mean to say it. But you said what you meant. I'm going to back that thing up so you hear it. You didn't mean to say it, but you said what you meant. When the road gets rough, you say things you should not say. What does the Bible say? Out of the storage of your heart does the mouth speak. You say things you should not say, but look, I never meant, watch it. I said one thing, but I never meant to treat him that way. Hey, but look at me. Here's the problem that we have. Is that when the road gets rough, y'all ready? Here we go. We begin to fear rejection. And when we begin to fear rejection, the storage of your heart goes back to a time when you were rejected. So now before you get me, I'm going to get you. If you even think the meeting's going to be about you getting removed, oh, I quit. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. If you even think they're about to talk about y'all need to do something different, oh, I'm out of here. Why? Because out of the storage of your heart did you bring forth what you said. Let's go to verse 2. Operator. In essence, he still don't want to talk to me after the first verse. Because there are certain things to where you think people should recover quicker. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. There are certain things you think people should recover quicker because you would recover quicker. Because in your mind, I was just playing, but they didn't know that. Come on, let's preach the song. Operator. It was like a bad dream. Wow, wake up. <laughs> That's a simple one. And Lord, now you want to call on God. So let's deal with this. You want to call on God after you've done it your way. When instead of the midst of the conflict saying, Lord, 
I need help. You know what they used to do in the South? When, 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 when Big Mama's them would, would, would get round up, you know what they say? Lord, help me, Jesus. Or Lord Jesus. Or Jesus, help me, please. Y'all ain't gonna say that. Who knows what I'm talking about? Why? Because even though they were, please listen to me, even though they were just saying it as a way to not say something crazy, what they did was activate the name that was above. Come on here. All names. So what they were doing is saying, before I get into a conflict and knock this boy out, Lord Jesus, I need your help. Before I get in a conflict and cuss everybody in this house out, Lord, I need you to open up your mouth. And everybody said, Lord Jesus, I need your help. So now she's calling on the Lord, but in verse 2. We didn't go on through a verse, a channel, and a chorus. Now in verse 2, look at me. How much time did you waste because you wouldn't fix it right? We didn't go on through a verse and a chorus and a channel. If you'll notice, at, at each, see it says verse 2, I'm teaching you music, okay? Everybody stick with me now. All right? It's verse 2. Operator was like a bad dream. Lord, you should have heard. The way he what? Shouted. And the way that I screamed. Baby, why was he shouting? Because what you said was so painful. You didn't have to hit him with your hand. You hit him with your tongue. <laughs> Say, Lord, forgive me for those I've injured with my tongue. Let's have an honesty moment. Honesty check. How many of you, you can tell the truth that you already know your tongue can be lethal? Put your hand up. Everybody's hand better be up in this building. You already know what to say because you go dig from the storage of your heart. The stuff they told you 17 years ago and you'll go dig it up and use it as a weapon. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Stuff that was never supposed to be repeated, you pull it up out of the bag. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. He said, Bishop, get to another Bible verse. I will in just a moment. Let's just talk about this song, though. The way he shouted and the way that I screamed. So how you gonna scream this is what some of y'all be doing. You get emotional when you lose control of the conflict. Ah, you better, I will, you, holler at me like that again. Let's be honest. How many of us can be honest that when a conflict got to a place that we felt out of control of the conflict, all of a sudden now, you screaming. Some of y'all don't scream. You push stuff over. Okay, y'all, y'all gonna look at me with that tone of face. Some, 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 some of y'all don't scream. You, you, you throw stuff. Some of y'all don't scream. You slamming cabinet doors. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Some of you, you don't, you don't scream. You cussing everybody out. My God, listen, come on. I'm so glad God is faithful and forgiven. 
Some of y'all don't scream, you get in the car and disappear for hours. I just need some space. You better learn how to deal with it before it deals with you. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I will be better in my next five. Come on, come on, let's go. Let's go. Y'all ready for this? I regret it. Shut up! Anita said, I regret it. Why? Because I'm dealing with you instead of him. And in my moment of conflict, I felt like it was okay to cancel until I canceled and realized I wanted what I had. Shut up. Huh? You big and bad when you mad. Then when you get cut, all of a sudden now you want to go cry wolf and cry, I'm hurt and I can't believe they did this to me. Y'all don't even know Anita. I'm gonna make her, I'm gonna give her, I'm gonna make her a bishop or something, a pastor, make her a pastor. When she go back on tour, I'm gonna say, Anita, take me on tour with you. Come on, everybody stand. Come on. Not, not literally, this time I'm gonna do it at a this time I'm gonna do it at a concert. This time I'm gonna do it at a concert. Everybody stand. I want to present to you, Pastor. Matter of fact, I'm gonna make her a prophet. Because this song is prophetic. Y'all ready? Let's look at this verse. She says, I regret it. In other words, she's saying, when I look back, everything I did was stupid. I need everybody to please say this with me. Say, I can be honest that some of what I've done has been stupid. So you got checked on your job and you quit. You don't want to need the money, though. I'm just trying to figure that out. I don't even understand. You got, you, got, you got rebuked because you're in leadership. And all of us up now, you're talking about you need a sabbatical. But then when you're struggling, you want to come back to the same hand to get deliverance. I, I regret it. Watch what Anita say, because I was unfair. Wait a minute. Now this thing is turning. Because Anita says, let me tell the truth. I wasn't being fair to him. What does unfair mean? Is that it's not a balanced scale. I expected from him what I didn't give him. How many of y'all are expecting from people what you don't give? Y'all quiet up in here. She says, it was unfair. This next line is the coup de grace. I took it all out on him. Stop. Anita, your problem wasn't even with him. Your problem was with somebody else and you brought it to him. Look what she says. I was unfair. I took it all out on him. Why? Just because he was there. Let me tell you the people you hurt the deepest, the people closest to you that had nothing to do with why you mad. Yeah, it is quiet in here. When you blow up, you blow up on who's close to you. And then you want to tell them, I just had a long day at work. You need to deal with that at work. Y'all ain't going to say that to me? I, I just bring an attitude into the church house. 
me and my family going through a lot. Y'all need to deal with that up out there. That ain't got nothing to do with this family. Huh? Say amen to that. Let me go. I, got, I can see I got to go old school Pentecostal preaching right there. Lift up your hands and say amen to that. All right, look. Just because he was there. All right, won't you come? When you blow up, you blow up to whoever is closest to you. Now, let's, let's just, won't you come? So my issue is with you. Just in this, no, 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 you, you over here. So let's say my issue is with her. Come on, look close. My issue is with her. Got it? This is where the issue is. Not literally, but just, just in this analogy, okay? My issue is with her. Here's the deal. But we have trained ourselves to be so passive-aggressive that we don't deal with this. So now you get around somebody that cares about you. That's there for you. And you know what you do to them? You blow up. And when you blow up, notice who you don't affect. Who you actually had a problem with. What does Anita say? I took it all out on him. Why? Just because he wasn't like the rest of them and stayed. Just because he wasn't like the rest of them and was consistent. Just because he wasn't like the rest of them and walked away. What are you saying? You end up treating the people that did you right wrong. And I need you to open up your mouth and do like Anita says. Say, I apologize. Come on. Say it again. Say, I apologize. Let's move. You ready? Can I, can I finish this thing? Let's go. So look, here's the bridge. I apologize for I was unkind. She says I was unfair and unkind. Which means I didn't even, I didn't even come at him in a kind way. I came with intentions to cut. I came with intentions to harm. I came with intentions to punish and be punitive. You didn't want resolution. You wanted revenge. Come on, y'all, 915. Let's be real. You wanted to get, tell your side, you grown. You a savage. But not classy nor bougie. Just got a lot of baggage. Look what she says. I wish I could go back in time. She says, the way I handled this, I wish I could hit rewind. Rewind! <laughs> you would think that was choreographed. Y'all do that at the 11.15 too. I like that. Say rewind. Rewind! Check, check this out. Check this out. She says, I wish I, could, I, wish I, I wish I could go back in time. Watch what she did and erase the goodbyes. Stop. What does that tell you she did? One conflict made her cancel everything. You know why he don't want to talk to you, Anita? Because you told him you're gone. And while you only meant it in that moment, he thought you meant it for good. Open up your mouth. Say, Lord, guard my tongue so I don't speak out of turn. You can't get mad if you order pizza, call, cancel the pizza, and say, where my pizza at? But this is what we do often in life. And for those of you that ain't really saying too much, let me tell you where it's doing. It's getting deep on the inside of you because it's like a mirror. 
And whenever you see a mirror, it makes you pay attention to the imperfections. And I just need you to let this word do what it's going to do and make you better. Say, Lord, make me better. Lord, make me better. Erase the goodbyes. Look at this and rewrite my life. So here's what Anita's telling you. This is a generational curse. Come on, pick up from where we just were. Anita said, we've been like this in our bloodline. All of us have a trail of life. She said, I'm not just needing to rewrite this moment. She says, my whole life I have piss poorly handled conflict. My whole life I have not handled things in a way that get me what I want. But I need you to make this declaration over your life. Say, the rest of this year is still going to be the best of my year. Come on, say, this decade is still going to be my best. She says, she, she says, she says, isn't this deep? She says, become rain or come shine. Everybody, open your mouth and say this last part of this line with me. I want to do it right this time. I can't do nothing about what I messed up last week, last year last decade but I need you to open up your mouth and I need you to holler this somebody holler this time this time watch me do it right this time watch me be mature this time watch me apologize this time watch me repent this time watch me be excellent this time watch me get it in order this time watch me not mess it up somebody holler this time Mm, holler this time so listen so now we get to the chorus I'm almost done. The chorus says, I apologize. Wow. Let's start right there. She had to say, I apologize. Notice what she didn't say. She didn't say, I'm sorry. Can I teach you something? If your your confession is you're sorry, no wonder. (laughs) Say, I apologize. And then look, she said, look. Because I didn't, I didn't handle stuff right before, she says, oh, believe me, I do. Then she says, what? I apologize. Say it with me, y'all. Oh, honest and true. She says, because I know I was wrong. Look, she says, I know I was so wrong. Here's what I'm going to do. So I sing you this song. And I'm trying to get through. She says, because I know you don't want to deal with me no more. I know you have come to the end of your grace to handle me anymore. I know you have gotten to a place to where you don't even have no more mercy left for me. (laughs) But is there anybody that can say like Anita Baker, I'm trying to get through. And if you let me through, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it up to you. Look at me, everybody. Here's what her heart, here's what her song shows. She had a repentant heart. Question, do you? She wrote a whole song about what she did. She, not once did she say, well, you know, the way that email came through, I wasn't sure. Not once did she say, well, you know, mama and mm-mm. She says, mm-mm, 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 this me. There's, there's, there's seven types of hearts you can have. Here's the first one, an unfaithful heart. This heart is committed to being uncommitted. Do you have an unfaithful heart? Are you committed to not being committed? Whenever commitment for anything is too much, you quit. And you use all kinds of nice excuses. 
I need to do this, I need to do this, I got this going on, all that. Just tell the truth. Your heart's unfaithful. And the Bible says having faith in an unfaithful man is like a bad toothache. I remember having tooth pain so bad one time, I said, Lord, I'm ready to go. Don't judge me. That pain was so intense, I said, Father, in Jesus' name, let me get my house in order. Because <laughs> I'm ready to go. That's what it is to trust unfaithful people. The pain will be so unbearable, you want to stop because they stopped. Ooh. Let's go. Second type of heart, an unprincipled heart. This heart has no principles, and it's deceitful. The Bible says in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitfully wicked above all. This means this heart, it doesn't have anything that it's based on. So this heart, you ever looked at somebody that you're like, that don't even match who I thought they were. It's because their principles change when their predicament changed. It's the third type of heart, an untruthful heart. This heart will make up untruths because of a fear of rejection. This heart will just make stuff up because of a fear of rejection. Y'all ready? Let's go to the next one. Number four, an unsoftened heart. This heart has been hardened because of past hurt. Past hurt now makes you, you, you penetrating you is, is like, you know, it's just nearly doggone impossible. Can't nobody, ain't, ain't nothing ever enough to get through to you. Because you're hardened from your past hurt. You ready? It's quiet now. Number five, an unfocused heart. This heart has broken focus. It has broken focus because it's a broken heart. It won't focus on anything because it, it, it's scared it won't succeed at something. So one day this heart wants to be a nurse. The next day this heart wants to be a doctor. The next day this heart wants to be a lawyer. The next day this heart wants to be in ministry. The next day this heart's not sure they're a Christian. The next day this heart believes in Muhammad. The next day this heart believes in the pyramids. The next day this heart is coming back to Jesus. Good question. You ready? And then here's this interesting one, number six. It's the, an unsubmitted heart. This heart is stubborn. It won't be led. This heart will not be led. This heart, you say, everybody stand up. With the lips and everything. This heart won't be, put a mask on. I'm not putting no mask on. I just got my lipstick done. I'm not. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't putting no mask on. I, got, I, got, I just got my beard done. I'm going to get all that oil on my beard. It's quiet right there. This unsubmitted heart is full of pride. This heart is full of pride. And can I be honest with you? This heart typically doesn't have much to show. And that's what it protects. All I got is my pride. I, we know. And you fight to protect that. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me in this church. Those are the first six hearts. How many of you can be honest? Come on. Y'all ready? How many of you can be honest that you've had one or more of the aforementioned hearts? <laughs> So guess what happens when you get into conflict? 
they show up. So, got it? When commitment shows up, it becomes unfaithful. When the predicament changes, it becomes unprincipled. Got it? When you feel like you fear rejection, you become untruthful. When you are afraid of new hurt, you harden, you harden because of past hurt. So new people are paying for the mistakes of old people. Got it? You've been brokenhearted, so now you have no focus. So your way to successfully do nothing is to try to do everything. Y'all will catch it in a minute. Come on, I got to close this word, y'all. And then an unsubmitted heart. Come on, as a pastor, I see this one. Like, why ask God to lead you, and then when he leads you, you won't submit to the leading? Lord, just guide me. And then God's like, okay, let's do this. But Lord, I'm not doing that. Now, just wait a minute. Now, I'm not doing that. Now, I'm not, now, I'm not doing that. I'm not ready. I need more time. I don't think you're ready for this. But your life ain't eating delicious. All right. You'll catch it later. Here's the seventh type of heart. I like it because seven. Seven is the number of? Completion. Can I be honest with you? All of us have to cycle through those hearts. So don't beat yourself up because every last one of us is at the cycle through those hearts. But I need you to make this declaration. Say, I apologize. Oh, believe me, I do. Say, I apologize. Honest and true. Say, I know I was wrong. Point up. Say, so Jesus, I sing you this song. I'm trying to get through to make it up to you. I need you to put a praise on the end of that because that's not just a chorus. That's a prayer. That's not just a chorus. That's a prayer. So listen, David is a man that had a repentant heart. We're done, y'all. Here's the final type of heart. Say repentant heart. Here's the first thing you do when you have a repentant heart. So this is your steps. This is what you're going to do after the message. The first thing David did is he confessed. Wow, sounds similar to Wednesday. Psalm 51.4. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. What's, what does David do? David confessed that he was wrong. Anita confessed that she was wrong. Question, have you? Everybody look at me. Notice David was specific on who he was wrong to. So let, let's go here. Have you confessed who you were wrong to? To them. Oh, y'all get quiet there. See, it's easy if we can just say, Lord, just forgive me for how I treated so-and-so. Forgive me for how I treated so-and-so. And you feel good because you feel resolved, not realizing in the scripture you got to go to who you wronged. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Here's the second thing David did. He changed. Oh, sounds like Wednesday. Somebody say he changed. How do you know he changed, Bishop? Look at verse 12 of Psalm 51. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. He says, I want to be different. He says, I'll tell you what happened, Lord. Here's why I thought I could, here's why I thought I could do that, Lord. I thought I could do that because the truth is I got disconnected from the joy of salvation. I got disconnected from where we first started. Let me say it another way. I lost my why, so I acted crazy in my what. Look what he says. Uphold me with the what? Willing spirit. What does that mean? He says, I lost my will to do your will. 
because I had one of these other six hearts. Six is the number of man. I started doing what I wanted. Ooh, but there's a seventh. <laughs> I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm at number seven now. Here's the last thing. He chose. Someone say he chose. So look at verse 13 of Psalm 51 and 4. Then I will teach transgressors your ways. And sinners will what? Return to you. What is he saying? I've chosen another way. I confess it. I change it. I choose different. Say it with me. Say, I confess it. I change it. I choose different. One more time. So I confess it. I change it. I choose different. Last question. Here it is. Who do you need to repent to? Because that's repentance. Repentance starts at an apology. But it moves to an explanation. And gets to a solution. I confess it. I change it. I choose it. Everybody say that with me. I confess it. I change it. I choose it. Say it again. I confess it. I change it, I choose. Say it again. I confess it, I change it, I choose. One more time. I confess it, I change it, I choose. And let's add this word. I choose different. You ready? Let's go. I confess it, I change it, I choose different. Let's go. I confess it, I change it, I choose different. One more time. I confess it, I change it, I choose different. Everybody stand wherever you are. Say, Lord, I need a repentant heart. Say it again. Say, Lord, give me a heart that's repentant I confess can you just take 10 seconds and confess some stuff you know you need to get out to the Lord about how you how your attitude has been towards him and the things of God whatever it is for you maybe you've been mad been frustrated maybe there's been a lack of prayer whatever it is I'm not judging you. I'm just saying come on let's get this repentant heart say Lord I confess come on everybody open your mouth say Lord I confess Say, now give me a willing spirit to do your will in Jesus' name. Say, give me a willing spirit to obey your word. Say, and I will choose different every day of my life. Say, and when I choose different, things begin to change for me. Come on, open up your mouth, everybody, and release a praise right there. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. And at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God. And they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his 
life for us so that we can give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word decision to the phone number 59769. And when you do... I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.